Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to the Gallant Views Daily News Show for Thursday the 18th of May 2023. My name's Carl McDuff and I'll be giving you all the latest Strangers news from the last 24 hours. Uh, first of all, hello to all the regular subscribers who come back and watch the news day in day out. And also a massive welcome to anyone who's listening to the news show for the first time. We've put out this show today for free, just as a wee promotion for our subscription service. So. For just £1 a month, you'll be able to get your Rangers news every day, as well as at least one additional show per week. If you do want to join, if you just hit the join button on the YouTube page, you need to be logged into a desktop or a laptop to see the join button come up. Or if you're on Apple or Spotify or any of the podcast platforms, just simply click the become a member or subscribe button or follow the links in the in the show description, so good to see you all um, join us on the other side if you do like what you see today. But that's enough um, um, self-promotion. Um, into the Rangers news, Rangers uh, yesterday put out an interview with incoming CEO James Bisgrove, who spoke to RTV for the first time since the announcement that he'll replace Stuart Robertson this summer. So it's a 13-minute video. Um, he was speaking to Nick Thompson from the Rangers media team, and it was quite a good interview. I would um, urge and implore everybody to go and watch it. Um, but I'm going to take out some of the some of the key aspects uh, for what I think were probably quite important to some fans. So he opened with, um, he was asked what does it mean to to hold this position in the Rangers and he said it means a great deal. It's a huge privilege. I've been at the club now for four years, lived and believed it and been to the games home and away and in Europe. So I've got a really strong sense as to what the club means to so many people. The support's here in Glasgow, Scotland and right across the world. This club is special. The atmosphere at Ibrox is like nothing else in the world. 
I'm feeling really positive, and with the chairman John Bennett and the manager Michael Beal, I'm feeling really excited. So he then go, he's, he's then went on to speak about his vision, and he says that him and the board have a clear strategy um, from now until 2025 for the club, and they've put in ob- objectives that underpin that. Uh, but ultimately, they need to be successful as a football club and win trophies domestically and compete and have an impact in Europe. So that's the that's the objectives that under underpin the strategy and everything that we're trying to do. He's saying within the strategy and objectives, there's nine different areas which will help reach the strategy. So he didn't go into all nine, but he picked out two which are really important and that he wants to speak about. Those two are financial stability and engagement and communication. So I'll come to what he was saying about the financial stability first. He says with this with this area, the club need to continue to grow the revenue, and he referred back to what he spoke about before uh, the four pillars of the, the the revenue streams. Those being season ticket revenues, commercial revenue, European revenue, and player trading model revenue. All of them need to be working in some element for them to reach their goal um, to continue growing the revenue. Um, and the financial stability will ultimately help help us what we do on the pitch, but also he spoke about investing in the infrastructure, looking at stadium expansion, um, he alluded to the new restaurant that's just opened up, and Edmiston House, which is uh, um, the, the flagship um he described it at Ibrox in terms of um, facilities. Um, he spoke about a new sports bar, which is going to be coming soon and opening soon. And I plan to improve the disabled facilities, which I will speak about later on. In this section, he did say about safe standing. So off the back of improving um, disabled facilities and increasing the... Um, the capacity at Ibrox, safe standing is a conversation they are revisiting with the board and fan groups as well to see how feasible that is. So I think for me that's a big, big win, um, a big tick that it's, there's going to be a conversation around this previously. It's been very much not a priority, not an interest for the previous board, rightly or wrongly, but um, for, for myself, I... My own tuppence worth. I would love to see a safe standing at Ibrox. I'm probably not going to go and sit there or stand there, um, but I think if there's a need for it and a want for it from an element of the support, we should be able to, we should be able to support that. Um, so I'm glad to see that straight away James Bridgegrove is bringing that to the table in his first interview. That that's an option that they can explore. So. Moving away from the financial stability, uh, the another one of the nine areas um, that they're going to focus on for reaching a strategy was engagement and communication. So he's saying that he's looking to talk and engage frequently with supporters, and he said that this week he's already spoken with NASA and he's due to speak with the RSA this week. Last week he did speak to the Union Bells, and this has given him an opportunity to explain everything in terms of the strategy and the decisions at the club. He has acknowledged that they he won't always agree um, with each supporter's club or supporter's representation, but we can't please everybody. But it's really important that um, there is an open two-way communication. He did speak about communication um, 
streamlining that with other other clubs within Scotland and the media as well, because they want Swain just to be visible and an outward facing um, institution, basically. Um, speaking further about the fan engagement, um, he's, he's he went on to say the genesis of this is having a real understanding and appreciation from the board that the supporters are integral to, to everything that we do at the club. None of the success that we're able to achieve or looking to achieve would be possible without supporters. So he's saying he's going to apply a lot of his own focus and energy of his own time and his team into this. And he's already put um, in place a fan engagement forum, which um, will take place quarterly. And he's looking for for this to have tangible aspects and tangible objectives off the back of this to be able to evidence increased engagement with supporters and a better communication stream with the fans. Um, so these will be held at Edmiston House. You've probably already seen the first one. It's going to be in June. And this will allow supporters to ask them questions. And also for James Bisrow van der Bord to provide updates and presentation of any any key goings on at the club in terms of the strategy. Um, so the fan... And, um, fan engagement forum will be held um, alongside regular dialogue with the with key supporters groups and the supporters groups. They say, I've already spoke about the Union Bears, RSA, NASA. He also spoke about Orsa and the Bay Royal um, because he does want to engage both the fans who go to Ibrox every week but also those who support religiously from afar as well. Um, he spoke about there's going to be a fan advisory board implemented who will act... Um, as almost an intermediary and help just keep the two-way dialogue between the board and the supporters and supporters group in place. So the fan advisory group, they shouldn't be, or the fan advisory board, sorry, they shouldn't replace uh, the dialogue from James Bisgrove. They should just be a vehicle to help that. So again, uh, my, my terms with uh, I think he's he's saying all the right things. It's um, I think there was almost a feeling from the board over the last couple of years that fans were you know maybe treated with a wee bit of contempt and the the lack of engagement and the lack of communication um, in any decision that we made was led to a vacuum really. And when when there is no information people will fill it with, with noise and that just really that led to a lot of unrest uh, between the uh, between the supporters and between the support and the board and I think that was a that was a bit of unrest and unsettlement from the board's own making so it's good to see that James Bisgrove is speaking about rectifying that and make and changing that altogether. Um he's he, he said that he's saying all the right things so far. Um, he's put in place his first um, CEO uh, fan engagement forum. So the proof will be in the pudding on how well uh, these land and how much effort he puts into that. But all is positive so far. Um, another couple of key things. Um, he, he was asked about the what are his initial priorities. Um, 
early on in the role and he said he's trying to learn a transition period and he'll take over from Stuart Robertson in July but he's really focused on recruitment on and off the pitch so some leadership positions have been vacated uh, he said a thanks to everyone who served at Rangers but ultimately he's looking for a sporting director an academy director and a chief financial officer um, and of course, somebody to replace him in the commercial and marketing director role. He said some of those conversations he's been having has showed him how attractive Rangers are on the market. And there'll be some announcements, hopefully, within the next couple of weeks. Um, he also spoke about the um, the player trading model um, and you know how important that's going to be. Um, he's, he spoke about... Um, the focus on the pitch and the recruitment on the pitch. The manager is already given himself and the board um, the plan for what he wants the Rangers squad to look like next season. And Michael Beale spoke time and time again about this being a transformation uh, period for the club. Um, there will be some updates on players' recruitment coming in in due course. Um, Again, he said, with this, he had, we need to recognise that the player recruitment isn't just a linear process. Um, there's multiple conversations happening at the same time. And there will be players going out. Um, they'll take decisions based on the best interest of the club and making sure they keep in line with Michael Beale's plan as well. So I think he's getting that in very early on, that there will potentially will be some players sold for money or moved on, which might surprise us, but ultimately this will be in line with Michael Beale's strategy and what he wants Rangers to look like next season. So um, quite a lot to um, unpack there, but again, I think it's I think it's Judith came out and spoke quite openly about some of the key issues that we, we do have as supporters. Um, obviously, everything is underpinned by how many silver things we have at the end of the season and he spoke about that very early on that you know we, we need domestic success and we we need that success on the pitch the words he was using he wants to he wants to see a dominant rangers domestically um and i'm, I'm all for that so with that and um continued engagement and communication with the fans i, I think we will be on a quite a quite a different period and a different feeling um, between the supporters and the world going forward. So all the best to James Bisgrove and I look forward to hearing from him more. So um, on to the next part of Rangers News, kind of t- leading on from what we spoke about for James Bisgrove's interview uh, earlier yesterday rangers did issue a statement on the upgrades to facilities for disabled fans and further developments within the stadium so i'll run through this uh, the statement quite quickly and take out the, the kind of key points so the statement read rangers are today pleased to update supporters on their plans to upgrade and improve facilities for disabled fans at ibrooks with overall stadium capacity also set to rise so um, at a meeting last week a phase series of work was agreed we with this summer um and uh, um consequence no subsequent <laughs> summers uh being used and utilized for construction um so that will lead into this summer summer 2024 and summer 2025 to provide ibooks with the best disabled facilities of any stadium in scotland so in all this significant investment will take the number of spaces for wheelchair users to 270 while 700 general access seats will also be added 
taking the average capacity to, to 51,500. So the board have also reaffirmed the intention to improve facilities for all supporters um, with a phase programme of corn cross and toilet refurbishment also under review. So phase one will commence in a matter of weeks and the this will not impact season ticket holders for next season. This work will include extending the concourses to create space for additional accessible toilets, creating additional accessible chaos points, alterations for the installations of lift to the accessible platforms. Phase two will be undertaken uh, during the 2024 summer. Season ticket holders in the Broomland and Copeland stands affected by this essential work will be consulted through the process and alternative seats will be identified for those who need it. So that's important uh, for the 24-25 season. Um, there may be some short-term pain to support this. Um, if you sit in the Broomland and the Copeland stands, that's myself and the Copeland Realt included. So this phase two work will include creation of new platforms to accommodate new wheelchair spaces, the construction of cantilevers to house new general access seating. Um, phase three will be undertaken in the summer of 2025 with the Sandy Jardin stand become the focus. Again, season ticket holders may be affected but will be consulted due course. The work including, uh, including phase three will be Installation of additional accessible seating within the Sandy Jardin stand, which will involve the loss of some seats. However, this will be mitigated with additional seating being installed in the Brooklyn and the Copeland stand. Um, so, you know, it's, it makes sense to spread it over the three years, and I think most reasonable supporters should be okay. Um, I'd like to think we're okay with supporting this project because I think the, the disabled facilities, iBooks aren't very welcoming for those who need it and they're not welcoming it's you know they're they're stuck in the front line with you know one of the worst views um in, in the main stand and they're battering against the elements um so it's not the best facilities for disabled fans either so i think it is really important that we do address it um if that means i need to you know change where they sit for um half a season or so then and then so be it um i think it's I'll, I'll take that one for the greater good um i'd like to think most supporters are um are willing to, to do that as well um not just for the disabled fans but also for the overall um the, the overall facilities at ibrox as well i think um there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> refurbishment of the toilets um, is is 
very welcome for me. It's just really up the hole in the wall in the in the building stand. Um, so I'd like to see uh, some upgrades there. And if there's another place I can get a pie with additional chaos, I'm all for it too. So hopefully you all feel as positive as I do um, all around this. It will be interesting how the conversations with safe standing either alter or add on to these plans as well um or if they if they're a completely different set of uh work if we do agree to it just going back to james visual's um point on safe standing i do think it's really important but it would be good to see this um phased in along with the um you know hopefully disney wait to phase three but hopefully we can do it alongside phase one or phase two if it is something that we do go ahead with. So, on to other Rangers news, um, a lot of newspapers reporting uh, yesterday that Rangers are reportedly close to signing um, Jose Cifuentes, um the Ecuadorian international. So, I'll be completely transparent. I don't really know too much other than what's been reported in the papers and on social media. Um, so, uh, in terms of much about the player himself. Um, what I do know is a uh, 24 years old centre midfielder. He's an Ecuadorian international. He's currently at Los Angeles FC and um, in the MLS, and his contract expires this December. So in the last 14 games, he's got one goal and three assists from midfield. Um, I think he's in the in the mode of a number eight, um, which I think we can um, we can all agree we have struggled with that position um, over the last couple of years. If we've maybe had a Ryan Jacket form, we've not really had any other options. Um, so that for for those show bears number eight, that kind of box to box uh, midfielder, someday, someday with legs, we can get up and do the pitch. Um, so I don't know. Um, I think there's been a lot of paper talk on anybody who is out of a contract in the summer, and he's got the vaguest of links to Michael Beale. They're getting reported as being a potential Rangers target. I don't know how much tough there is. Um, I don't know too much about the player, but what we will do, myself and the Davies will continue to keep you updated on um, any stories that break throughout here. Um, if his contract is expired in December, he, you know, it will be a it will be a fee still in the summer, but it will be a small fee, probably similar to Nico Rashin and Todd Campbell. Um, at 24 years old, you'd like to think there is potential resale value in there as well. Um, you know, with the best case scenario where the player trading model he comes in, absolutely hits the ground running for Rangers for two years, wins a lot of silver medals, and we sell him on for 10 times his money. Um, so a boy can hope. Um, but we'll keep you posted as and when anything else uh, comes out with that story. Also in the papers yesterday, um, Michael Beale was speaking about Tom Lawrence's return. And Tom Lawrence is a, a, a player that um, everybody is excited about but does forget about. You know, he's very much, it's nobody's really, nobody's really got him in his mind until somebody reminds us that he is still to come back for um, injury. And is very much, oh Christ, I remember how good he started last season. He'll be massive. Uh, Michael Beale thinks the same. And he said, um, Tom will be a really important player for us. He's a player I haven't had and Gio didn't have for a long period either. He's been lost. It's been like that. Helanda was important to us. Ruth was important to us. Ruth has played twice since I came back and scored in both games. He's just not been available. We lost key players in my opinion. 
key athleticism enjoyable Calvin Bassey and Nathan Patterson for good money but we lost key players Barrigan was a big influence Defoe was a big influence influence Hillander and Ruth were too we brought Lawrence in to be a big influence as well he came in as an important signing and experienced member of the squad he didn't come in to be a player for the future he came to be a now player I expect him to be back probably a couple of weeks into pre-season, either at the same time as everybody else or a couple of weeks behind. But having said that, he needs to make up maybe 8 or 10 months. So we need to clean that up for sure. We need need to have our strongest, oldest, most experienced players available more often next year, playing with a bit more consistency and a slightly tighter squad. And then we'll see where it takes us. The challenge will be the same. The pressures and the expectations are maybe going to be a little bit higher. It is an exciting time because it's a time of change and I'm going to going in there with real optimism. So it was really, really bad luck with Tom Lawrence last year. I think we all agree. Um, that there's been too many, as Michael Beale said, experienced key senior members of the squad not being able to contribute for one reason or another. Some of it has been been down to lack of form or poor performances. Uh, others have been long-term injury issues a, a la Ryan Jack. Tom Lawrence was just bad luck. Then we did have an element of that last year. Yes, we've maybe signed injury-prone players in Hillander and Roof. Tom Lawrence doesn't have a long, um, a long extended um, history of being injured um he, he's always been available for our club and country it's just been bad luck and a shame for him as well that he, he he came in and he hit the ground running he missed the world cup as well and he, i think he would have been a massive player for his last season i think if he does get back fit over pre-season he will be huge for us he does add something different i know we do have some 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 players in similar positions like malik tillman who might be here uh, next season Yanis Hadj and todd campwell but in that position, I think Tom Lawrence does give us something different. And that's where we struggled. We've, we've had players in similar positions who have been very much like for like and one's just been a drop off of others in terms of quality. I think Tom Lawrence brings quality, but um, just a different option and probably a bit more aggressive. And it uh, can maybe come from a bit deeper um, than what maybe Haji and Tillman can do so. I'm very excited to see what he can, um, what he can do alongside Alexa Campwell and and Rashin for a bit deeper as well. Um, big big Tom Lawrence fan, so hopefully he does hit the the ground running. Um, last week update for me as uh, that the continuous credit chart. Sorry, easy for me to say. Continuous credit card scheme emails um came out yesterday, and just a reminder for anybody that didn't see it, any season ticket holders, um, you should have got the emails about it. Um, so if you a big reminder, if you were in the CCCS last year, they are not automatically renewed, so you need to renew it yourself. You'll need to enrol again and pick your preference. So obviously the options are you can pick um, to be enrolled in all non-season ticket home matches and or friendlies. Um, so you can pick one of them or both of them. Bear in mind for any ballots and stuff that the non-season ticket home, uh, no, sorry, 
if you're enrolled in the CCCS for the non-season ticket home matches, when it does come to a cup ballot for the semi-final or the final, you tend to be higher up the priority list if you are in the CCCS. Um, so bear that in mind. Also bear in mind that Rangers um, will give you 30 seconds notice when they take money out of your account as well. So it's the pros and the cons there. So um, just be careful. Sometimes Rangers are very quick to take the money out. So make sure it doesn't leave you short. At the same time, it's if you can do it, it will bump you up the list a wee bit, uh, typically. So emails are out and you'll be able to enrol again in that. Um, so just before I finish up, um, it's now been one year since um, our day in Seville. Um, that is madness, um, a year ago already. Um, it'd be nice to hear um, listeners' memories and or even how they got to Seville or what their thoughts on it were in the comments. Um, I, but for me, it's it, I think it is probably up there with my best memories following Rangers. Um, also, the 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 result was a killer, but just the whole day in the atmosphere and it was different for Manchester. I was only fourteen in Manchester, so going there as an adult and just being able to really take in the day. Um, it was amazing. First time I met some of the podders as well. Um, Steve Galdo and Mason too. Um, David Park um, over there. It was it was an absolute terrific experience. Um, the journey there and the journey back, however, I'm going to leave you with that. Um, it'd be nice to see if there's any weird and wonderful routes in the comments. Um, my my journey um, was an absolute nightmare. The um, the day before um, I left work early, I drove down to Newcastle. Uh, for Glasgow City Centre, flew from Newcastle to Menorca, and then an hour later flew from Menorca to Barcelona, stayed the night in Barcelona and flew to Seville the next morning. The day after the game, I was up at seven in the morning, um, I agreed to get a lift from Seville to Madrid, um, there was me thinking before I booked all these flights that um, Seville to Madrid is like from Glasgow East Robride, but not, it's like a... <laughs> it's like a seven-hour car drive. Um, so, got a lift to Madrid, flew from Madrid south to Gran Canaria, then flew from Gran Canaria to Newcastle, then drove up from Newcastle at four in the morning. And I tell you what, I still made my work the next day. So, there you go. How's that for hardcore? I'm not in a hurry to do that. I'm still jet-lagged for that journey, if I'm being honest. But would I do it all again? Aye, I would. I would. Best it was, I didn't even have a ticket for the game. I watched the game in, in the Beanback Stadium, but no regrets, absolutely. So that'll do me for today, folks. Again, thank you to all the regular listeners who come back every day. It's appreciated as always, and thank you to anybody who's listened for the first time. If you do want to hear more, um, we'd love if you can subscribe to the pod for just £1 a month on YouTube, Apple or Spotify. Uh, again, app on Spotify. The links will be um, the links will take you to either Acast or Anchor. Um, if you um, want to sign up and just put in your details there, then the, all these additional podcasts will show on the Spotify or Apple app. For YouTube, just simply join um, the page or using the join button on the channel. But you do need to be logged into a desktop or a laptop to do that. Um, for that one pound a month, you get the Daily Rangers news every day. It'll either be myself or the two Davies who do it. Um, and 
and one extra show a week. This week, the top 10 greatest ever Rangers captains dropped. Um, that'll be, uh, that should already be with you. That was put up last night. And next week, you'll have interviews with Ian Hogg from Heart and Hand coming on to speak about his new book. And Wilf Marshall uh, from the Rangers Rabble will be coming on to give his 10 questions on his time following Rangers. So, um, until then, folks, I'll be back tomorrow to speak to you um, with all the Daily Rangers news. Until then, have a lovely Friday Eve. Thanks for listening. Take care. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.